Sales Stories, Raw and Real is a podcast series designed to help people in business development, whatever their level, by learning from the experiences of others. We'll be talking about the salespeople they've met, led and worked with, and share their insights into what we need to do more of and less of. You'll hear the very best and worst of people's experiences to help you recognize the traps that we've all fallen into, get through them, and out the other side, having learned what you needed to along the way. Yes. Charlie. Thanks for coming in, mate, on your on a weekend. Yeah, oh, again, mate. I really appreciate it. We've had a lot of really good chats over the last, well, I think we met in the early part of March, wasn't it? And the, uh, the environment's obviously been chaotic ever since maybe it was you and my you and i meeting that, yeah. that caused that mate yeah <laughs> i wouldn't doubt it for a second <laughs> <laughs> um what i want to do mate if it's okay is just take you back yep. a little bit of time I'm, I'm interested in in why people why people choose a career or if it's something they they fell into by chance so can can you tell can you tell me a little bit about you know we've we've shared a little bit about your family in the past yeah but but can you tell us where you're from what your heritage is and um what, what your early life was like um so my background is in my background is Turkish yeah um but I consider myself Turkish Australian I guess um and uh, growing up I grew up in Auburn. Mm-hmm. as well so yeah. it was pretty rough yeah um but I, f- I feel like my, my childhood was like any other kid's childhood you know just running around you know bike riding playing basketball and playing soccer and you know and just i guess doing doing stupid things like you know getting a slingshot and you know breaking cars windows and all that stuff so yeah, <laughs> yeah good and um and fast forward a little bit so you finished high school Yep. Yeah. Year twelve. Yep. You went to year twelve, and 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 did you have any idea at the age of eighteen what you might might what you might want to do with your life? Um, I originally wanted to be an architect, actually. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, Why was that? Because I was I was pretty good at drawing and sketching, and uh, I was into my arts and my music and playing the guitar, and then all of a sudden, then um, I changed when I changed schools. All that fell through because I went to a predominantly Islamic school. Yeah, and they didn't believe in any of that. So they, we 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 got into like I got into mathematics, physics, and chemistry, and and advanced English and all that stuff. So yeah, and and that and my uh, artistic skills suffered. Yeah, right. According to that, my my views changed accordingly. So, yeah, right. Yeah. So how did how did you get into sales then, mate? So, it's, so you're, it's actually, actually, you're 18 years old. Like. Yeah, so it, it, is a, it is a long story. So I, I got mixed up in the wrong crowd originally mm-hmm. and then I got into a bit of trouble with the police. Most um, people have. <laughs> and then um, uh, I, I was doing security at the time and uh, they came knocking on my door and then I lost my security licence um, because of it. And then I started, and then I, uh, because I lost my job and the lawyer, I had to pay the lawyer and he said to me, I'll, I'll look after your case and you just pay me whenever, whenever you can because he really, he really liked me for some reason. Anyway, then I, then I printed out my resume, 200 resumes. I went around the city and 
started cold calling and and then started giving out my resume and then I found then one out of the 200 people one of them gave me a call which was um, Connor Clothing that actually gave me a call mm-hmm. and then uh, a lady there look she's my sister now I consider her my sister Sammy she she's the one that hired me and she gave me a chance and then started from there and then uh, the first couple of weeks they actually doubted me because they were only giving me three hours a week. And then um, there, was a, there was a guy there named Julio. I said, because he was, he was the number one sales rep in Australia. So, and I said to him, can you teach me how to sell? Because I feel like I'm going to lose my job if, if I don't learn, right? And then he taught me and then I became in the, I was in the top five sales reps in Australia. After, after many, three months. Out of how many sales girls? Oh, those are sales girls and guys. Like there was probably, I don't know, 500 to 1,000. Yeah, right. So you're in the top 1% of yeah. all the salespeople. That's and fantastic. Then, yeah. And then after four months, they gave me a store to manage in Chatswood. It was yeah, a C-grade right. store. And then I turned it into an A-grade store. I was hitting budget four months in a row. So Wow. Yeah. And just it just went from there. <laughs> so the clothing rag trade was where you, where you started your yeah. journey. Yeah. And... Um, and what was what was your next step? How, what was your next step after the clothing organisation? So, uh, Sammy moved organisations and she went to uh, Coronong Group, so mm-hmm. factory. Mm-hmm. And then they told me, "Do you want to manage the um, flagship store in Parramatta?" I said, "Why not?" And then she goes, "After twelve months, if you perform, we'll give you an area sales manager role." Right. Okay. And then I go, "Okay." And then so I went in there. I um, I outperformed. I was globally, I was in the top five percent for that store. Um, I was, I was achieving great results there. And then they, then they gave me um, like a floating manager position to manage Bellwood and Marylands. Yeah. And Sammy left organisation, and then all their promises fell through, and I, I moved to material handling. Okay. Yeah. So warehouse systems, and you know, I went into NTP forklifts. Yeah. Okay. And then I started my journey in <laughs> machinery. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And and what was what was around the decision to go to the forklift? Because you had two clothing companies, wasn't? It? Yeah. And then you moved into what was around the decision to move across to something you'd never done before? Um, my my friend, the original guy that actually taught me now uh, how to sell, Julio. He was in. It was a material handling, and he told me it was a great industry. Okay, and uh, he introduced me uh, to the to the HR to an HR consultant that was actually looking for a junior sales salesman for warehouse, um, you know, machinery sales. So, how old are you at this stage, yes? I was twenty one. Yeah, okay, yeah, twenty one. Yeah. So I moved into it, and then in six months' time, I got promoted, and I had my own patch. And then um, from there, uh, six months into my having my own patch, um, I decided you know, this wasn't for me. So yeah. and then I and then I met my uh, then then I then I spoke to the same sales um, the HR consultant. Oh, yeah. and, and he goes to me, look, guys, I got your uh, he goes, I got you an opportunity at a different organisation if you like, mm-hmm. uh, Quick Alley. Mm-hmm. He goes, would you be interested? And I'm like, yeah, why not? I'll do the interview. So, and then I went, I was probably, I was the last, my boss at the time, John, he told me, he goes, uh, you know, you're, you're one in 12. 
and I was I, it was the last one in the interview. Okay, yeah. And um, yeah, and he and he, and, and he offered me the role. And then because I was moving across, they offered me a better position. Uh, and my old company, sorry, factory said, you know, we'll give you to manage six stores if you come back. Yeah. And I I refused mm-hmm. uh, because they did wrong by me in the past. So I said I'm going to go to do. Um, something new. It's something new. So then I went, then I got into scaffolding and yeah. customized access platforms. Okay. Yeah. Good. And um, and then sometime after that, I think you went overseas. Yeah. Yeah. So then. Was that a couple of years later? Yeah. So three years into it, um, I was engaged, and then he went downhill, so he broke off, and then I said, I, I need to, I need to leave. I need to do something different. Yeah. Throw myself out there, take a risk. And at that time, I had my online supplement store and that was bringing me money as well. So I said, might as well just go overseas and try something new. And I had one of my friends over over there and then we just started a building together. Okay. And yeah, in one year... As in a development? Development, yeah. yeah. So so 14, 14 units and a, uh, and a shop. In Turkey? Turkey in yeah. Turkey. So it was, it was completely different, complete crazy environment. Um, would I do it again? No. <laughs> But it was... Did you learn from it? I learned a lot from it. Yeah. yeah. And what did you learn? Um, how, to, how to be patient, more patient. Yeah, right. With okay. people. Yeah, right. Yeah, because um, the cultural change and the environment change, I thought it would be the same as Australia. Yeah. The integrity, the morals and the ethics, it's, it's completely different. Yeah. It's not the same. Um, the workmanship, not the same. Um, the rules not the same, so it's just all all of these you know factors played an important part in me, like learning the process and moving forward with it. But it was just it was it was it was a it was a, it was a roller coaster ride, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then you came back, yeah. And then I came Cause, back because that was a difficult period, wasn't it? Yes, the the, the building. Yes, it was. Uh, we were six months into it. Um, Turkey suffered an economic downturn. Yeah. So when we we put in eight hundred thousand at three point five exchange rate, and then it jumped to five ten overnight, and the material obviously jumped three times as well, and we suffered a massive loss in exchange rates. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm st- I still haven't seen my return yet from yeah. it. Um. So. It, it it kind of ruined my uh, mental state at the time, but mm-hmm. but it, it was it was a good learning curve. Yeah, uh, right. I, I see it. I like I'm I'm moving forward from it now, and um, I'm just taking it all in. But it was, it was a risk I took, and either it was going to pay off, and it didn't pay off for me at the moment. So, but you never know. So, I'm like, it still hasn't sold. I still haven't sold anything yet. So, I'm still sure. waiting. Yeah. 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 And so you returned to Australia. Yeah. And you returned. I wanted to kiss the floor of Australia. Did you? I swear. When I I came back, I wanted to kiss the floor. Longest 12 months of your life, mate, at that point. Oh, God. I'm so grateful to be here, I tell you. Yeah. Honestly. Like, we don't know how lucky we are in this country. I think, well, I think a lot of people would most certainly agree with you, mate. Yeah. I'm not very well travelled, but um, I don't need to know. That uh, I'm one of the luckiest people on the planet by because of where I live. That's yeah. for sure. And um, and so you got back to Australia. Your soul's been destroyed. Your your back's been cleaned out. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do then? So 
I said, you know, might as well go into the building game because I um, I did two previous renovations in houses for my family. And um, I said, you know, I've got a knack for it, so I might as well just get into the building game. And I went, I went into carpentry the first six months and it was quite backbreaking. And, um, you know, waking up 4 a.m. in the morning and coming home at, coming home at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 4 or 5 in the afternoon and... I would wait. I was just, it just, it just killed me. I was like, I was like, this is not for me. Okay, like I'm, I'm elite. <laughs> like I don't want to sound egotistic, but okay, I'm, I'm elite. I'm not. I can't do this. You know what I mean? I, I have to direct these people to do, do this. I can't do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not. It's, this is not for me, right? I will do the hard yards, but it's just. I, f- I felt like at that stage in my life, I did do the hard yards, and it's, it's not what I deserved. So, um, and then I, I said to myself, well, I'm, then I started looking for. A, a different role. Mm-hmm. I'm back, I wanted to get back into sales again, and then I called my previous boss, and he said to me, "You know, how long have I got to hire you back?" And I go, "Well, I'm looking now, so I don't know how long you got." And then he gave me a phone call that afternoon, and he goes, "Come in." So because previous to that, I did pretty well mm-hmm. um, for the company, yeah, and um, and he put me into special projects, a different category. To what I was doing before, tradesman's products, and yeah, so and then I started my journey with the organisation again. Yeah, good. To build myself back up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um. So we're talking about 2019 here. 2004 so months ago. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And um, and then you came back after Christmas and yeah. And I think I think I might have been contacted by John not long after Christmas, or or maybe I contacted him. I can't. I started remember. in June. So June, yeah, yeah, but but but, but John spoke to me to say that he's got a guy that he'd like me to yeah. to have a yarn with. Yeah, talk me talk me to take me through that conversation that you were having with yourself yeah. and and with John to say. Kind of like I need something more. I need some development. Take, yeah. How did that come about so, in yourself first? So um, whatever I was doing, I was getting, I'll prove my cold calls. I was getting the leads. I was getting the opportunities, but I wasn't able to close them. Like it was, just, and it was getting really frustrating, right? And um, I, I go, I'm missing something. There's something missing. I need to learn something different. And, and, the, and in the past four years, in sales, I haven't learned anything different. So I'm going by what I've learned four years ago. Um, the conversations I was having with John, you know, um, you know, I, I, just, I just needed, I just needed help. I told him, like, do you? I go, I'm, I'm looking for a sales mentor. I'm looking for someone that can teach me to move forward with my career um, and to develop myself because I don't want to be where I am in the next couple of, like, the next year or so. Like, I just don't want to be here because I, I just feel like I, I, I was just stuck in the mud and I was just thinking, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't moving forward. And um, he said, you know, I know, I know Charlie, this Charlie, you know, give, give, um, I'll give you his number, give him a call. I'll give him a call first. I'll let him know. Are you, like, you're going to get in touch with him? And yeah, yeah. So, and, and here we are. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so you and I had a couple of chats before... And then around about that, this must have been February, March, I guess. Yeah. And, and we agreed that, that you joined my the, the sales mastery program, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> unfortunately, 
uh, we held that, and then the day after, the world sort of disappeared up its own ass with the complete. Um, <laughs> nice way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's when COVID really, really hit the country hard, and we really started to shut down. Yeah. So we didn't really get the chance then to have um, as many conversations um, before kind of shit went down at your work too, yeah? Yeah. So what what happened there, mate? So um, basically the first first one in, last to, first to go kind of thing. So yeah. um, I was, uh, my, like I said, you know, there was a lot of opportunities in the pipeline before I left and I couldn't, because I couldn't close them, because I couldn't get the figures, you know, um, that I was made redundant. Mm-hmm. So, and then, and then in that period of time, I was going through a rough patch in my personal life. Um, I had a breakup as well. On the same day, I lost my job. Yeah. <laughs> so it was pretty tough um, moving forward. And then I just had to snap out of it. So um, I was going by your teachings as well. You know, I do eight things before 8 a.m. And yeah. um, going for walks in the morning and doing my exercises, trying to stay sane in, in the uncertain times and listening to audio books and um, trying to strengthen my mindset, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I'm grateful for everything that's happened because it's given me the opportunity to go into a better organisation, to a better role, and to a better opportunity and better financial pay as well. So it was... Yeah. It was, it was it was, it was just a blessing in disguise. And yeah. I, at the time, I didn't see it for the first two, two or three weeks or so, but now now I'm grateful for everything that's happened because you know, it's created a stronger me. Yeah, I was listening to something this morning that was all about um, the light is through the darkness. Yeah. You know, it sounds like um, you've been there a couple of times, as we all have in life, you know. Yeah. And um, I'd just like to spend a little bit of time, mate, if we can, um, Talking about some of the learnings that you had at when we're doing the sales mastery program, right? Because there were six or eight guys in that room and girls. And um, yeah, what what can you what can you share with us about what you were learning then and the reflections that you had? In the la- uh, in the last ten months of, of your time at the last organisation, so um, there were there was you, you listened to my story, Charlie first, and then and then you said, yeah, you're lacking your mindset and your awareness and your consistency. Mm-hmm. These are the things that you you need to work on, right? And um, I felt like. I wasn't listening to meaning, but I was listening to respond, like what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what really affected my career, I feel like, to this point. Yeah, right. Um, from moving forward. And then now um, going and reflecting back at it, I can see that that's where my downfall was throughout this year. So I wish I learned this 10 years ago. When I was yeah. 19, 18 years old, you know, the, 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 the young yes, but 
I wish I learned it 20 years ago when I was 30, mate. So. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I feel I, like I feel happy and content right now with everything that's happening. Yeah. Um, you know, it just like the teachings. The teachings have definitely helped me create a stronger mindset, stronger, stronger awareness around me, and just list, just really listen and focus on the on the hidden meanings yeah. when people are talking. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I'm going. De- I go deeper into thought now, um, and when I when I, when I talk to people, I I observe their body language more than their speech now. Yeah. Because, because um, one of the teachings was, you know, um, you know, a conversation is fifty five percent body language, thirty five percent speech, ten percent tone. Yeah. Right. So when I'm when I'm sitting down, I look at their body language first, and then I observe them, and then I look at the way they talk and then the tone of their voice, and and then. And then when I when I was reflecting back at a couple uh, when I, uh, throughout Quick Alley and throughout even even my um, um, in sales and machinery and retail and what my old area managers used to tell me what my general managers used to tell me I'm just looking back at it and I'm just like oh, that's what I needed to do yeah right okay yeah. to be better yep that's what I was lacking and that's yeah. what, and that's what they were trying to explain to me they were trying to explain that to me and I wasn't getting it <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, we've all been there, mate. No yeah. worry about that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, Charlie. Yeah, I, I think so. I, yeah. I mean, um, what I what I liked about our first conversation was it really stood out to me how determined you are as a person and how committed you were to your own to investing in your own education yeah and that's not something that i find um as often as i would like being an edu- an educator myself you know so yeah. so where do you think your 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 desire to um improve came from obviously some of it's the determination some of it's the lack of success yeah. With respect. Yeah. Where, why do you think you were so open to it and so ready to invest your own money in your own development? Because um, I, the, the way I saw it was I did five year, uni, years at uni. I got a degree in operations and supply chain and I did not use it. I go, why not use something that I'm, I'm already in at the moment? So why not invest in something that like I'm doing at the moment and that, that actually this is me like this I'm, I'm Yaz is sales that's it it's Yaz is in sales now so yeah. the now now um, before I, I would try different things and move like you know take a risk here and there just you know but um, because I'm good at sales I should just stick to sales and learn more about sales and improve my and improve and sharpen my tools in sales mm. right and then when I came to the realization of that that's when I said, you know, I need to invest in my, in my, in my skills in order to move forward. Yeah. So that's when I was uh, more open to learning about it. Yeah, right. I put my ego aside. Yeah, yeah. About that. <laughs> isn't that helpful? And <laughs> um, shouldn't I know? <laughs> um, and it's not just an investment of money, right? It's yeah. an investment of time. Yeah. Um, more importantly, because. I was listening to something the other day and they said knowledge is a commodity. Yeah. Because 
everything is on Google or on YouTube. Everything, there's a how-to or what for and where is this? And, and so it's being open to it, um, open to spending the time to learn. Yeah. I, the more I learn now, the more audio books I listen to, the more I learn, the more you, I speak to you and um, doing, doing this course, I've realised like because you start putting all these theories and, and all these learnings into practice and then you see it, like you see the fruits of it, you know, like fruits of um, like the learnings that you get from it, you know what I mean? So it was, yeah. it was just, it was, it was, I, I'm glad I did it. Yeah, so. So, yeah, some, we talked about your, your early life and, um, and we're up to the point where I guess that you, um, you found yourself on your ass again yeah. for the second time or, uh, second time in 12 months or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's a lot of, um, the world was changing really, yeah. really quickly, right? Yeah. Um, but you're still fronted up to all of our, our courses. Yeah. And then we started having a few conversations about, um, I guess, me trying to get a better understanding of you yeah. And what you might be looking for. So what sort of what sort of criteria did you set yourself when when your time at Queer Cali had finished up? What, what what sort of job were you looking for, do you think? Well, I at that time I finished a course in real estate. Yeah. And I said to myself, I'm gonna get into real estate. And then uh, one of my mates is a principal at uh, the Castle Hill um, Century Twenty One, and, and, and he called me in and he goes, he goes, you know, like I'm, I want, I want you to come on board." And then COVID hit, <laughs> and then when that hit, he had to, he had to actually let go of two people. And he goes, "Look, at this stage, I can't hire anybody." And I'm like, and I'm like, "Yep, yeah, I completely understand." And then I guess you had a conversation with me, and you said. You know, I've got a friend of mine. He's, um, he's got an account manager role coming up for a steel distributor. Do you want to go for it? Um, and then I just took the opportunity. I had a conversation with him. He liked me. Um, and then I went for the first interview. I, I put into practice the notion that you, the things that you, um, um, that you taught me into yeah. that interview. Yeah. And what, and, what specifically were they, do you remember? Asking the right questions and, yeah. and listening. Most yeah, important, yeah. listening. Yeah, sure. So, um, and then they made me do a psychometric test online. Oh, dear. Let's get to that in a minute. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's go back just one sec. Yeah. When you say the, the types of questions you ask, what, what specifically were yeah. the types of questions that you asked? <sighs> What of, to, the, of the employer, yeah, or 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 or, or, or call in this first instance. Um, basically, what they were looking for yeah. and what they expected of me. Yeah. Um, Why did you want to do that specifically? Because I, I don't want to let anybody down, right? And I want to tell them the truth, exactly what it, how it is. And like, if I don't know, if I don't know something, I'll say, look, I don't know this, and you, know, you need to teach me this, and moving forward, right? And so um, when, I, when I was asking those questions, they gave me. Uh, I, I said to them, "I just, I just want, um, I just want growth, right? 
I want, I want, I don't want to stay in the same spot next year. I want to get into a sales manager role, and then from a sales manager role, move up, move up the chain, right? Yeah. Um, and I want, and I want them to put, I want them to give me the steps in order to get to that, to, yeah. to get to that level. And I just wanted a clear guide, um, clear path, and what I need to do to get to that, to get to that next level. Yeah. So, um, and what, what other questions did you ask? that helped you form an opinion that this organisation was the right one to go to? Mm. Um, I'm not too sure. Yeah, right. I'm not too sure. I'm trying to reflect back at it. I'm just... I asked, I asked my fair few questions and I just I just can't get... I just can't come up with it right now, to be honest. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, you have the first interview with, with Cole, the consultant. Yeah. You go to meet the crowd, yep. the steel company. Yeah. And then we're having some conversations along the, alongside of yep. that, yeah? Yeah. What, 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 what do we talk about there? Do you remember specifically at all? Um, I think I was, yeah. What can you remember about, that, what that, about those conversations? Um, basically, basically, just... Observe, be aware. Yeah. Um, take everything in. Yeah. Um, absorb as much as you can. Um, work and work hard. I think try, this, prior to the being offered the job, Yeah. I think we had some conversation about taking the employment process yeah. one step at a time. Yes. So I think the thing was that you know, the only reason you have a resume yeah. is to get an interview. Yeah. The only reason that the objective for the interview, the first interview is to get a second interview. Yeah. The objective for the second interview is to get a third interview. Yeah. And the objective of the third interview is to get the job. The, a, a job offer. <laughs> yeah, a job offer. All right? Yeah. And then the objective is if, you, if, it, if everything feels right about what the job is, where it is, what you're doing, who you're doing it for, yeah. just to come up with the salary that you accept. Yeah. That fits all those criteria. So remember, do you remember us having a conversation about those? Yes, yes. You, like, you said to me, don't, don't rush into things and take it a step at a time, calm yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> slow down, happen. yes. Yeah. Everyone's telling me to slow down. So it was, just, yeah, it, was, it was one of those conversations. Just yeah. for me to slow down and just take it a step at a time. Take a, take a deep breath. Yeah. Um, I guess... Have a fifteen-minute meditation beforehand, yeah, and yeah. Moving, moving into it. Have a clear mind, yeah, okay. and um, be patient. Yeah, uh, this whole process has taught me that one thing: patience. You know, <laughs> and, and that's something that my mum can tell you that I lack. So, yeah, and uh, that's just part of my character. But I'm I'm working on it. I, guess. I know you are, mate. <laughs> so, what was it like being offered the job? Do you remember the oh. Do you remember the first day that um or the phone call that you got oh. to job? Mate, I was, I was ecstatic. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty sure that I, I would have said you've got to think about that all the time. And you, you've got to, you've got to emotionally connect with that pain, yeah. not because you're a sicko, but because you don't <laughs> want to feel it again, right? Yeah. Every morning now, um, Charlie, I think about it. Yeah, right. Before I go into work, the days like there were, there were, there were times in like it's only been four weeks, but there were. There were times when I was just like, man, you know, I was finishing at six o'clock, seven o'clock. I'm just like, wow, like 
It's, it's, it's intense, right? Mm. The game is in, the steel game is intense, you know, it's a cutthroat industry. But, um, and I say to her, and then I remembered, I keep remembering that pain moving forward mm. and that, that loss, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's making me stronger. Every single day I go into work, I feel more confident on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel more confident with the customer, right? And I'm just taking control. And my work colleagues around me can see it. You know, the, 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 one of the comments were, I think he has, um, one thing you don't lack is confidence. Because mm. the way I speak on the phone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so. Talk to me as, um, you know, one of the things I don't think businesses are good at in the building materials game yeah. is, um, is good thorough onboarding or induction. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, so, so you've been there for a month now. Yeah. Can you can you share with me? Yeah. What did you get the job offer? Yep. You can't say yes quick enough. Yep. And, um, and then you know the following Monday week or whatever it was at starts. Yeah. So, so talk to talk to me about that first day. Do you remember your first day when you walked in there and and um, like like any other organisation. They basically um, introduced me to the team. Yeah. Um, so this is week one, yeah. Week one. They and how many people in, in the in the sales team? There is four internals and four externals. Yeah. Okay. So we've got an internal support team, we've mm-hmm. got a processing team, and a plates team. Yeah. Everybody is so helpful. Everybody is like include everybody just sits in the same area. No one has a, um, a status on their business card, right? So the, you don't have account manager on your business card or general manager or sales manager. Everybody sits in the same vicinity as one another. So you can just go after the general manager and just talk to him yeah. and have a conversation with him as well as a sales manager. I never had that before. Um, and everybody's on the same level, playing field, and they have a common goal, right? And that's what I like about it. I really like the atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and if there's a question that you don't know, everybody's willing to help you. Yeah. yeah. So what happened in the first week? So the first week, I um, when I walked yeah, so in, just lots of meeting and greeting. Yeah, yeah lots of meeting and greeting. Um, you know, the, the the lady that was moving moving over, um, she, she left the business, wanted to spend more time with her family. Mm-hmm. Um, I was taking over her area. Yeah. Um, they introduced me to her, and yeah. she was kind of my mentor as such or for the buddy. first. Yeah, 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 my buddy in the first week, yeah. the first two weeks. Sorry. So and then. She sat me down. She was explaining the materials to me, and she was explain, explaining, you know, the margins and um, the pricing, and you know, the customers, and you know, we're just, and going through the area, and you know, she just we, we just got straight we got straight into it because as soon as I walked in, I can see that the phones don't stop. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. It just and everybody's just on the go, on the pump, and you just got to get the, you just got to get the work done, I and mean, you got to learn fast. Right. Mm. So I was expected to learn fast. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. how, how did you do that? Because uh, I, I find the older I get, the slower I get to learn things. The way I did it was picking up the phone. When mm. the phone was ringing, I, I just I just picked it up and I said, oh, you know, it's yeah, it's from, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, how can I help you, right? And, and and then they started, and then the guy on the other side of the phone, he's like, I want 10 of this, 20 of this. I'm just like, oh, mate, just slow down. It's my first week. And I started writing it down, but because I threw myself into it yeah, straight right. away. So you're learning by doing. By doing, 
right? Yeah. And I, I had to do that because um, everybody has a different jargon in the industry, a different way of saying it, and I just had to learn it and then started quoting it and from us and then having mistakes and getting someone to fix it over. And then, yeah, for the first couple of weeks, I did that. Mm-hmm. And then last week, they gave me my patch and I did my first call-ins. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. So now I'm more confident when I'm when I'm talking on the phone, when I'm listening to the customers and seeing what they want. So yeah, yeah. What um, what um, what has been the the biggest learning for you at the at the new organisation? Would you say? Mm. Mm. Yeah. To be honest, um. Is it product? Do you think it's do you think it's a learning about the product or the people or the process? Everything, the, all in one, I guess. Yeah, right. It's everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's a, you know, I sold it's so a many new environment. Yeah, yeah. It's just I sold so many things in the last ten years. I'm just thinking this is just not a, another product that I have to learn yeah. to sell, right? Yeah. And it's another process that I have to learn. But um, the the process in this is just it's it's just more intense, right? It's it's this this in this. This industry is more price-driven than relationship building. Mm-hmm. That's a hundred percent given, right? Um, you know, when I, I went into an, I went into a meeting, and then uh, you know the um, the customers like, oh, you got big shoes to fill because the lady was so great at her job, right? And I go, okay, you must be giving a hundred percent of a business then, right? If she's so great, and then he's like, oh no, not really. Uh, you're only getting thirty-five percent, and I'm just like. All right, and then you you must not like it that much, then, right? And he's like, okay, so, okay, if I give you the right price, you're gonna deal with me, and then your loyalty is gonna lie with me, right? And then he goes, yeah. So, um, so it's not, it's it's more about, you know, giving what the like, kind of meeting what the customer wants, kind of thing in that in that in that in that scenario. I know I went a bit of a, of a tangent. No, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but we're all used to it. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, no, it's just it's, it was one of those things where you just like now I'm learning, like by listening, I'm learning for what to like the key notes to look for, you know. Yeah. So yeah, you know what 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 do they really value in their business? So what's 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 the value that I'm going to bring to them? Right, that, that's what they look for, yeah. right? And that's what I'm trying to um, trying to trying to achieve on, you know. I don't know. So I'm just smiling yeah. right now. So. That's that's what I really, that's what I realise you know they're now 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 moving forward. But every industry I feel like every industry is different. Um, you know the forklift industry was more about you know problem solving and relationship building, mm-hmm. right? And then the price came after. Um, retail industry it was all about like building that rapport with the customer in order to upsell them. Yeah, right. Yeah, right okay. You know I remember. I remember a guy came for, for a towel uh, for a tie, and he just he walked out with five hundred bucks. He didn't realize what happened to. Him. So yeah. <laughs> that was because I got him into conversation, right? And that was, that's 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 that industry, but the steel game is driven by something else. So every I feel like every single industry is driven by something else, and they their criteria and what their value is different. Yeah, I don't know. My experience is that um, we're all after the same kind of thing, you know. Um, and that's that we want to we want to deal with someone that we like. Yeah. We want to feel like they've got our best interests in terms of knowing what our problems are and so on. And then we want to deal with someone we trust. Yeah. 
that isn't going to take the piss, yeah. that isn't going to hold me up to ransom because um, they can't support me as quickly as they thought they might be able to. Yeah. And so I don't then find out what I need to know in terms of timing. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I hear what you say about every industry is different. My experience, and it's, it's not broad, yeah. but um, is that, um, you know, price is just something that people go to in the absence of value. Okay, and um, and um, and then in, then in, and then on the, with the backdrop of life, no trust. Yeah, but um, you know, my wife can tell you I've been wrong before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so as what does um, your how old now, mate? Twenty nine. You're twenty nine now, yeah. So what does your next 10 years look like, do you think, in terms of the goals that you've got and the self-improvement that you want to undertake? Mm. That's a good question. Um, I'm just planning for tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah, Charlie. Okay. Um, So what does that look like? Yeah, uh, before I used to, I used to, you know, this question, this cliched question, or what do you, what do you want to do in five years? What do you want to do in ten years? Right? No one knew COVID was going to hit you, right? So no one knew that this was going to happen yet, like yesterday, right? So, yeah, sure. um, and I didn't know I was going to fail when I went overseas. I didn't know I was going to go overseas in the last plan ten years. To fail. I didn't plan to fail. So mm. it was just, I guess, life throws things at you, obstacles at you, and um, you just got to take them as it comes. And right now, I'm not looking at 10 years. I'm looking at now and what mm. I can do now um, to improve myself and to move forward. Um, so uh, maybe in a, in a, I don't know, month or two, maybe in a year or two, I can I can tell you that I can give you that answer. But right yeah. now, I don't have an answer for that because I just want to get through now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to be I want to be stronger now, right? So so, so one of the things that um, people say about. Uh, planning in something I, I recently read that was that the businesses in Australia plan three to five years. Yeah. American Americans plan to twenty five years. Yeah. And Japanese plan for a hundred or two hundred years. Yeah. And people say, well, how can you possibly plan for what's going to happen in two hundred years? Mm-hmm. Which is a good. It's a fair enough question. But the other question, which I think is a better one, is we can't. Which is what the Japanese says. Whilst we can't say what. What what will be happening? Yeah, we can say what won't be happening. Yeah, in a hundred years. So I think it's I think there are, you know, we've got to we've got to focus on being successful yeah. tomorrow and the next day. Yeah. We can control the, the things around that. Yeah, you know, and that's all around our um, open mindedness, our awareness, yeah. and our willing to learn. Yeah. Um, if we close down all those sorts of things, then we become terribly, terribly exposed um, from the learnings that would help us otherwise get through whatever life is going to chuck at us. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I remember what you're telling me, Joel. You like focus on a word that you lack mm. every single day, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so the word I've been I've been focusing on is consistency. Like for yeah. a long time now. So every single day I try to focus on consistency. Yeah. Like try to give what I gave yesterday, try to give more from what I like 10% more than what I gave yesterday. So I'm just that's what that's what I'm following through with right now. Yeah. 
I'm just looking through my word for the day because I know <laughs> that. Just read for me there, yes, the 23rd oh, mate, you're of the 6th. What's my word for the day? Constant. Consistent. I'm glad that some of those things have, that I've learned and I've shared with you are starting to help you, mate. No, I, I it's definitely has helped me. I sincerely mean that, mate. Honestly, no. it's definitely has helped me. Yeah. It really has. Um, so, mate, we're going to do, if it's okay yeah. with you, we're going to do maybe up to, up to half a dozen of these sessions. Yeah. Every, um, I, I reckon we've probably got one in us a month for the next few yeah. months, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, I really look forward to, to sharing your journey and helping you integrate into your current organisation and, and being the success that I know you can. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I guess I just wanted to say that. Yeah, no, 100%. No, um, uh, these, these sessions have definitely helped me. Charlie, like speaking mm. to you has definitely helped me broaden my knowledge, my mind into yeah. different things. And, you know, uh, it's definitely did my ego <laughs> when you put it on me. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, mate, snap out of it. I'm fucking helping you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just take it in. You know what I mean? I'm just <laughs> like, all right. Yeah, you're right. You know, it does, yeah. you know, it's just. It's not easy, mate. Yeah, no, it's not easy. It's not easy, Charlie. It's uh, Half the reason I do what I do, mate, is because I didn't have me when I needed him. Yeah. When I was your age. Yeah. And so that's a motivator for me. Yeah. So. Yeah. The time, the time when I needed someone, Charlie, you were there, man. You know, yeah. like, I'm, I'm lucky that I had you there when I was, um, in all honesty, this is not brown nosing or anything, guys. Just, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> well, I really, I really did need him at, the, at that time. And he definitely helped me through it because what I was going through in my personal life and my uh, work life, it was just, I was on a, downward spiral yeah i really was you know so well it's pretty bad you've got to yeah i think the thing is mate the learning for me is that we all have periods like that in our life yeah. and at some stage in the future you're going to need to do that for somebody and that's yeah. called paying it forward mate yeah so i've been lucky enough in my life to have a number of people that have done that yeah for me when I was 29, 39, 49, and, and still do it when I need them to today because yeah. they can see it in me before I do. Yeah. Uh, I often say that our friends and family know that we're in the ship before we do. Yeah. They, they see it, they hear it, yeah. and they feel it. Yeah. But we're, we're, we're a bit numb to it. Yeah. So that's, that's I look forward, good. mate. I look forward to yeah. doing a few more chats over the next couple of months. All right. Sounds good. Thanks everybody for listening. I really hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, be sure to subscribe in your podcaster so you don't miss a future episode. And whilst you're there, I'd really appreciate if you could take the time to rate and review the podcast. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Charlie.